I know that I'm innocent. God knows I'm innocent. Travis knows I'm innocent. They just wanted to go on a walk, and I didn't think much of it. It's just a walk. We, the jury, duly impaneled and sworn, and the above entitled action upon our oaths do find the defendant as to count one first degree murder guilty. Comedies. In fact, I rather enjoy it, but I would like to do also dramatic parts too. to where they lie i'm your host Haley, and i'm joined by izzy and today we will be talking about the vampire killer chase was born on may 23rd 1950 as a child he was known to torture animals wet the bed and start fires richard chase showed signs of mental illness at a young age but his father a strict and sometimes physically abusive parent did little to get him help he he showed signs of sociopathic tendencies. At the age of 25, Chase was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Once he became older, he started drinking and using drugs, mostly smoking marijuana and using LSD. He was in and out of mental institutions during the course of his life. He developed hypochondria from his drug and alcohol abuse. Because of this, he told his doctors that his blood would turn to powder and his heart would stop beating. He had no social life and no girlfriends, and he would spend time capturing and killing animals and eating them blended or raw. That's so disgusting. <laughs> like, did he just, like, so he skinned them up. Yeah. He grabbed, like, the parts that he he wanted and put them in the blender like would he do it with the bones too or just took the meat i'm i think he probably just threw them away okay and took like the meat and the organs and stuff and i don't know i thought that's really gross to think about where do you how would he even get these animals i think he would just like go to the park or go to like a forest or something and it's weird because he had roommates at one time so i'm wondering if he did that while they were there, while they were living with him. He probably did, but I feel like it was in secret somehow. Like, like he had a secret fridge. <laughs> or he would just, like, grab it and put it in a container and be like, oh, don't touch this. It's my leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just do it when they're not looking. Yeah, that's that's nasty. I feel bad for those roommates. Right. Ugh. In 1976, he was hospitalized for blood poisoning after injecting himself with the blood from a rabbit he killed. In the mental institutions, many nurses and patients were frightened by him and referred to him as Dracula. He was frequently found with blood smeared on his face, which he claimed was from cutting himself shaving. He actually was biting the heads off birds and sucking their blood. He... While in the institution. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Like, so he would go outside, grab them. Yeah. How do you even bite off a head of a bird? You just bite, you just, like, kind of, like, rip it with your teeth. I wonder if he had, like, a device, if he, like, created devices for capturing and killing these animals. Because it's it's hard to just, like, 
grab an animal and then just like yeah because they're they're actually like really fast yeah exactly that it's unsettling yeah it's very unsettling i think that's why he started from a young age so by the time he was an adult he knew what he was doing in spite of these incidents they believed they had rehabilitated him at the mental institute and sent him to live with his mother he later moved out of his mother's house because he believed that his mother was poisoning him. In August of 1977, Nevada police found him late one night in the Lake Tahoe area, covered in blood and carrying a bucket with a liver in the back of his pickup. Since they determined the blood and organ belonged to a cow, not a human, they let Chase go. Chase was only falling more and more into his own delusions. Why would the police let him go if he had a bucket of blood? And Be- like Because it wasn't human, so they didn't care. But still, it's like if someone has a, just a straight up bucket of blood, like uncovered and like nothing, why would you yeah. I even let that You think go? you would take them back to the station or something? That's really suspicious. Mm-hmm. Like That's also if it's from a cow, he doesn't own cows, right? Like he yeah, he lives in an apartment. He literally could have killed like someone else's cow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like illegal or something. I yeah, like killing someone else's animals and stuff. It's also like trespassing because exactly. you went onto someone's property. Like even if they weren't concerned, they should have charged him with something, and then they could have gotten a look at his records mm-hmm. and like seen that he was like a danger to the public and that he wasn't rehabilitated and if they cared more they probably could have saved some lives yeah on december 29th 1977 richard chase was frustrated and lonely his mother hadn't allowed him to come home for christmas he would later recall and he was mad ambrose griffin was a 51 year old male who was helping his wife bring in groceries while Chase was driving by his street, he pulled out a .22 caliber pistol and shot him in the chest. That was only the beginning. On January 23, 1978, Chase entered the home of Teresa Wallen, who was pregnant, through her unlocked front door. During his interrogation, he said that an unlocked door was kind of an invitation to him a justification for what happened next. From that time on, all his victims were people who left their door unlocked. Oh, my God. And they didn't, like, get him when he first shot a person, right? Nope. Richard Chase shot Teresa Wallen three times using the same gun he used to shoot Griffin. Chase proceeded to stab her with a butcher knife before cutting out her organs and drinking her blood. He reportedly used a yogurt container as a cup. That's disgusting. On January 27, 1978, just four days after Wallen's murder, Chase found Evelyn's, Evelyn Miroth, Miroth's door unlocked. Inside were her six-year-old son, Jason Miroth, her 22-month-old nephew, David Ferrara, Sorry if I mispronounced that. And her friend named Dan Meredith. Meredith was murdered by a gunshot to the head in the hallway. Evelyn and Jason were found in Evelyn's 
bedroom, the little boy, the little boy had been shot twice in the head. Evelyn was partially cannibalized. Her stomach was cut open, and she had multiple organs missing. There was a failed attempt to remove one of her eyes, and her corpse had been sodomized. The baby da David, whom Evelyn Murath had been babysitting, was missing from the scene of the crime. The child's decapitated corpse was found months later behind a church. That's disturbing. It is. Especially, like... A Church? Yeah, exactly. That, that, mm, mm Jesus. The police were able to find, were able to identify Chase's prints in Murath's blood. When police searched Chase's apartment, they had found them. All of his utensils were stained with blood, and his fridge contained human brains. Nah, nah, this isn't a science lab. That's not, that's not okay. And nobody was concerned about this man. Nobody. And he was living alone? Yeah. Because um, his roommates, they noticed his strange behavior, and they all wanted him to get out, but he refused to leave. Uh -huh. So they left instead. I would have left, like, as soon as I, like, figured out something was weird with him. Right, because, like, you can be next. And imagine living with, like, a serial killer. No, that would, like, make me, like, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, that close all the time. Yeah. And then Chase was arrested. Chase's child trial began on January 2nd, 1979, and lasted for five months. The, the defense attorneys rejected the suggested death penalty on the on the grounds that Chase was not guilty by reason of insanity, but in the end, after five hours of deliberation, the jury took the side of the prosecution. Richard Chase, the vampire killer, was found guilty of six counts of murder, sentenced to death by a gas chamber. His fellow inmates were aware of his crimes and were frightened by him. They often encouraged him to kill himself. Chase killed himself in 1980. He overdosed on the medicine provided to him by the jail and was found dead in his cell the day after Christmas. They were able to identify Chase by his footprint that was left in the blood of Teresa Wallen's house. It's, I mean, it's better that they found him, like, when they did. Yeah. Because I feel like if you hadn't been stopped then, he would have, like, continued. And I feel like oh, it yeah, would have been, definitely. like, a bigger, like, thing. I mean, I don't know how much worse it could have gone, considering what he's already done with the bodies and everything. But just think about all the more people that could have lost their lives around that time. And he, and he only targeted houses with their doors unlocked because it was like an invitation. And it was like easy to get into. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's it's sad because you think that you're safe in your own home, mm -hmm. and it's like you're not. Yeah, 
That's creepy. It's really messed up, like... And kids. Yeah. He he cannibalized the little boy, which is horrifying. That breaks my heart. Little kids. Yeah. Like... Especially it's like, like they had a whole so exactly they had a whole life ahead of them, mm-hmm. and they're so innocent. It's like, why go after kids? Like, I feel like that's another like whole thing on its own. Like just it going is. after kids. It is. It. It's sick. It is really sick. I mean, like nobody should ever get murdered, but it's just like kids just like hit like a certain spot because mm-hmm. it's like they're so young. And they don't have time, especially in like babies, like like that twenty two month year old. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get to know that baby's personality, what they might like when they're older or anything. It's just like everything's like taken away, and that just is horrible. And and I think his father is really responsible for that too, for being like abusive and not getting him the help that he needed. Uh-huh. And it just, like, progressively got worse. And then it's also the mental institution's fault for thinking that they had re- rehabilitated him. Mm-hmm. And they just let him go yeah. without, like, parole or anything. I feel like even if they thought that he was good to get out, that he should still be on parole or, like, on watch, mm-hmm. be monitored still, at least for a little while. And, like, have people, like, inspect his apartment and stuff. Because that's, like, serious stuff. Like, people are, like, mentally ill and stuff. But a lot, most people do not just bite the heads off of birds and drink their blood and stuff. Yeah, no, that's, like, that's something You can't just let somebody go for that. Yeah. Like, how do they even think they, like, rehabilitated him anyways? Like, I don't know. I guess they gave him all the medicine that they could give him. It's like, like, isn't it like a, you just have to do more tests to see, or like you just really have to like analyze someone? Yeah, you have to pass tests too. Yeah, but there's so also like way to there's ways to um get like pass the test while still being like a sociopath. Aren't like sociopaths like sociopaths <laughs> like really smart though? Yeah, They're, like. Most psychopaths and sociopaths are like really smart, mm-hmm. but that's scary not though. In a good way, yeah. That's that's why mm-hmm. ser- serial killers are so scary. Like Ted Bundy and stuff is because they're so smart. Mm-hmm. Like you know the Zodiac killer, mm-hmm. never caught. Then no, wait, didn't they say that like, caught him now though? But he was like dead. No, it's just like theories of who it could be, but there's not enough evidence. No, like, they said that they actually caught who it was. It was, like, this guy. It was, like, have you seen it? Like, it was all over, like, the news and, like, Twitter and all that. Really? Thank you for joining us on Where They Lie. Make sure to tune into next week's episode, The Kidnapping of Patty Hearst.